0: From bureaucracy's basement to your ears, this is the weekly meeting of the City Improvement Bureau. On this meeting, Regina Restaurant Week, budget talk, innovative revenue tools, and everything else you can possibly imagine in one of these meetings. This meeting is now in session. Hello. Oh, hello. How are you? Oh, I'm great. So good. It's so good to
1: be here uh at this meeting in this here boardroom. It is great. Yes. Hang on a second. I'm gonna turn down this music. Why? Have... Why do we
0: even let that? Why do we even let that band in the boardroom? I don't know. Every don't know. single time they yeah.
1: show up, they play the same tune, and yeah. just sort of wander away. All those synthesizers is hard to like maneuver around.
0: I, I know. Hmm. Yeah.
1: It's uh we, we have to we really have to talk
0: to uh, HR about it. We that. should, yeah. They probably yeah. get paid more than we do.
1: They probably do. Yes. I wonder what
0: department they're with. <laughs> I don't know. I think culture or maybe roadway. Mm, I have no
1: idea. Roadways. Yeah, probably roadways, yeah, yeah, probably engineers. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, so should
1: we take attendance? We should totally take attendance.
0: Okay, so uh, this week's meeting, uh, we have Ellie um, Pundak. Ellie uh, Pundak
1: yeah no uh, no, we don't. she pretty really? sure we don't oh, I, w- yeah. I
0: was I was hoping that she would be here because um she uh, she actually is uh, known for uh, making
1: the world's biggest pierogi. you know, I've actually slept underneath that pierogi. It's in Glendon, Alberta. It's giant. It's on a fork. It's made out of uh, fiberglass. Yeah, she, she made that. Yeah, and she, I would but, love to talk about it, Talk to her about that. I, 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 I did actually sleep underneath the pierogi on a fork. In well, Northern she Alberta.
0: she lives in there, so she was probably like like watching you. That's creepy. It is very that's creepy. a creepy. Really she's very, creepy. She's she's a very creepy person who made giant pierogi. Yeah, um, she's not here. Oh, and, that's too bad. Oh uh, Wait, so, um, you know what? I'm really sorry. Uh, I think I messed up the letters in the name. Really? Yeah, I'm just. Um, Paul de should read.
1: Oh, that's me. Oh, okay. I spent a long time posing as the person who lived inside that progi. Oh, that's I. Hence, because you know, the cop came over and he's like, "Why are you sleeping underneath this giant pierogi? And I'm I like, li- I-, "I live here. I made it." I made mean, yep. my pierogi. Yeah, my is yeah.
0: Ellie Pundak. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it totally worked. Yeah. Wow. So basically, you you started some fake news, as they say. I came did. Came back around. Yeah. Okay. Uh, other uh, also attending tonight. Uh, we have uh, Dingo Manera. No. No. No, a New, Ze- New Zealand crime boss who got into their mineral exports. Yeah, no, I've read about yeah, him. Yeah, but didn't do so well because uh, New Zealand doesn't really have much for mineral exports. Mm-hmm. And he went out walking in the woods one night in New Zealand and he got eaten by babies. Hence his name, Dingo. Because babies ate my Dingo. <laughs> yeah, you get it. I get it.
1: Okay, good. I hope he's here. I, I hope so too. To explain but I, I,
0: I don't. See, I, it's, it'd be surprising seeing as what he was eaten <laughs> by, by babies. babies. Yes. Um, and it's probably like right late. <laughs> that's right. Um, you know, you know, but the problem is, I think the reason is because I think I messed up the letters in the name. Uh, so we're getting us um Aiden Morgan. That Aiden Morgan. You. So that's you.
1: Me. are Aiden Morgan. I, I, I us- usually I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All
0: yep. right. Well, are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. I'm yeah. here. Yeah.
0: So What's next? I hear there's an alert. There
1: is. I'm on high alert. We should all be on high alert. We should be watching the borders, Aiden. There is a big conflict that we need to be paying attention to with our borders. Oh. You know, things have been going on this week. Big like, things. Like national
0: borders or B-O-A-R-D-E-R-S? Like what kind of borders? Are oh, on?
1: actually provincial. Oh, provincial borders. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Manitoba is furious with this. They could be moving the tanks in any day now They've over been- our water. They've been itching to do We this have for years. been draining our water into Manitoba, Aiden, don't and they? they are not happy. They don't want more water? Nope. No, nope. okay. apparently Manitoba Premier Brian Pallister uh, is blaming Saskatchewan for a lot of their flooding problems from oh. the Assiniboine. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, one day they'll be thirsty. Yeah.
0: And then they'll be then they'll be look back fondly on all the water. The joined. thing
1: I'm worried about is that they'll find out that it's really my fault.
0: Well, you know, that's that could happen. too.
1: Yeah. How? What have you? What have you been doing? Well, you know, the wastewater treatment plant. The uh, we had the P three, mm-hmm. and so an, an Edmonton Corporation came, and they've got the contract to run our wastewater treatment plant, and it's up and running now. And I was upstairs one of the days when they were putting together the uh, the the contract with Epcorn. In one of the lines, it said, "Where do you want us to build the retention pools for the wastewater?" Right. And as a joke. I wrote Manitoba. Nice. (laughs) And I thought, you know, somebody down the line would catch that that was just a joke, but apparently no. No. They're shipping all of our, all of our treatable water to Manitoba and they're shipping it all the way back here to treat it. But... That um, seems unnecessary. Really expensive. So don't tell anybody upstairs that it's my fault that I... I won't. And and don't joke with a P3. Uh, Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. This is why we should be using... We should be doing it all in-house. Because these kinds of mistakes don't happen exactly. Because we we know when we're kidding. <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: Let's move on, shall we? Let's move on. I believe um, we have uh, we have a guest tonight. Uh, we meeting. do. Um, uh, I have I have her name here as um, Bonsai Gables. Oh,
1: Are they, Are is, you, is it like somebody who does bonsai for your gables? I I don't
0: know. Well, that's that's her name. Uh, uh, I don't know if that's what she does today. Wait, sorry, I think I've messed it up. All right, um, not Bonsai Gables. Bosnia Bagels?
1: No, I don't see anybody. Agnes Blamps?
0: So Lasagna Bib? I'm getting close. Um, lassoing Babe, which I think is actually Wonder Woman. We have Wonder Woman here? Um,
1: Wonder Woman, well,
0: I mean, I, I don't know. I don't see any bracelets, so I don't think it's wonderful. Beanbag silos? Lisa Gibbons? Is that is I that like close? beanbag silos. Beanbag silos is not bad. There's also beanbag soils,
2: but I like silos better. I will I'm silos. not soiling anything no. during this show, so... <laughs> <laughs> So it's Nathan Gibbons
0: from from the Regina Downtown Business Improvement District. Awesome.
2: I didn't know maybe I was from the pierogi tonight.
0: <laughs> maybe you are. Maybe <laughs> you, you know. Maybe maybe if we build a giant fiberglass pierogi and housed your offices there.
2: I am fun. for that. Although I'm going for the Deadpool statue, but <sighs> maybe it is a giant pierogi downtown. Oh. That might be more palatable by some.
0: Do you, think, do you think maybe if we got the Deadpool statue, it would actually be large enough that you could, like, actually house offices in it? Like the Colossus of Roads? Yeah, I
2: think this? it should be a combination, like mixed-use, uh, low-income, some higher-end residential, mm-hmm. and then some, of course, main floor retail, nice. and then some, some business on the top.
0: Yeah, maybe a helipad or something on the top. Of course a helipad.
2: Wow. <laughs> How is that it. a question? I,
0: I, I shouldn't have even asked.
2: Yeah,
0: we're gonna yeah. make that happen. Wow, that sounds great. The Deadpool statue was getting like sort of more elaborate. Don't don't hire a P three though, because anything you say, darn,
2: they'll, I they'll was going that it. way. E- okay, even no. if you yeah. think, just make a casual joke and they'll they'll do it. So, forewarned, I've been forewarned. I do make casual jokes, so this is a problem. Yes, it's a P three problem.
1: You're hooked on P3s? Oh
2: my God, I'm hooked <laughs> on P3s. I need some rehab. <laughs> we're like hooked on phonics. Yeah. I'm you really... are too funny. I'm having a hard time <laughs> talking.
0: It's been very, we're, being, we're being very silly. It's a silly meeting.
2: It's, it's the very, warm weather, I think, really. I think yeah. We're starting yeah. to thaw out. So. Uh, yeah,
0: there's neurotransmitters actually like thawing out and like rocketing around our brains again. Yeah.
1: What are you actually here for,
2: Lisa? <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> I'm here for P3 Rehab. No, I'm here for Restaurant Week. We're doing to Restaurant Week. It's time again to eat until we're sick.
0: Oh, that sounds so
1: good. Oh, so is I love this getting f- sick off food.
2: Is this the second year for that Restaurant Week? It is the second year. You're right on. Great mm-hmm. memory. Yeah.
0: I mean the last I mean I remember a year ago. So,
2: right? We can remember back that far. We're doing well. <laughs> we're doing well. Yeah, we're looking forward to launch our menus. Those hopefully will be all in tonight. Um this is their deadline. So, tomorrow we're going to unveil the menus and I'm just going to tell you they're delicious.
0: Uh, can you can you drop any sort of hints what we can expect to see tomorrow?
2: Um Yes. So, Malt City has a fabulous in-house baker who is making handmade pasta for their Mm. special, which Mm -hmm. sounds delicious. And Copper Kettle has fabulous selections. So, for their menu, you'll have to go back probably 16 times to try (laughs) all the different combinations together. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's a ton of options. So, well, they're all fabulous. I can't really pick a favorite. Fair enough. I yeah. mean, I could, but not on air. So no. no. Well, well after, afterwards. You afterwards, tell I'll tell you who my favorite child is. They're all my favorites. <laughs> they're all my favorites, honestly. <laughs> yeah, they've got some great food.
0: Cool. So who, who's in this year?
2: Who's in? Uh, same as last year uh, with the addition, hopefully, of Victoria's Tavern. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've got Crave, Golfs, Flip. The Capitol, Beer Brothers, Fat Badger, um, Copper Kettle, Malt City, 2010 Famoso.
0: Wow, so it's a real... I haven't forgotten anyone. So it's a real sort of like spread of the downtown restaurants.
2: Yeah, and you know, sometimes I worry that they're going to come up with the same food option, and I'm going to have that embarrassing moment where they're all offering the same dish, but everyone has something (laughs) a little different, and we had a bit of a taste of the Fat Badger's uh, food with Chef Terry, and Fabulous, amazing, yeah. very excited. It's an unexpected delight. Now, their menu um, is, for those on a budget, $25 for three courses. This seems great. And yeah. it's great. It's not a small portion, and you're not getting a McDonald's hamburger, so you're going to be happy. It's going to be great. Nice. Although I can get a
0: McDonald's hamburger for a lot less than 25 bucks.
2: I hope so, unless you super, super,
0: super size it. Or unless I'm a total sucker. And they just say twenty-five dollars, sir. I'm like,
2: wow, what a deal! No. And you forget? I forget. You, yeah. You hand them the thirty and you walk away. <laughs> I'm sure it's thirty dollars. I, I, I don't
0: even. I don't even get the, the hamburger. I just say, here you go, Here's sir. M-
2: yeah. <laughs> Sucker of the day, <laughs> take my money. Yeah. So most of them are thirty-five dollars. The Fat Badgers twenty-five, and Famoso is two can dine for thirty-nine. Oh, nice!
0: I like that because it rhymes.
2: I know it's yeah. kind of catchy. A little. Mm-hmm. Been singing it around the office to myself. Not eating in preparation for restaurant week. Right. Mm -hmm. So
1: how does restaurant week, like what distinguishes restaurant week from just like normal restaurant day?
2: I think the difference is that they put together a menu that is an affordable taste for those folks that maybe thought that Malt City was too expensive or their menu wasn't inaccessible wasn't something they might like it's a chance for someone to go and try and not to have to commit to a hundred dollar evening mm-hmm. or a two hundred dollar evening now how much you drink is up to you so that will of course add on to your bill but uh, the malt city's menu has changed so much since their inception it's oh, really worth going back in and having a try and even a place like copper kettle which we all know so well has really changed their food in the past few years. So going in and seeing Destiny and seeing what she's going to cook up for you is really worth the experience. No. And let's
0: let's not forget, I mean, the copper kettle seems like, you know, as you say, it's very familiar, but we've got Destiny Slobodian, who actually recently participated in the gold medal plates uh, with a really interesting dish. So, I mean, I think she's a real up-and-coming chef.
2: Yeah, I agree. And, and what's interesting about her gold medal plates experience is that that was led by an all- woman team all women team so it's Mm -hmm. fabulous to see her not only doing that but helping other women in the industry so definitely worth a try her dishes made me pretty hungry so as i'm putting together our social media bites for next week and our little food tours that we're doing i'm having a hard time picking it you know where do we go for an appetizer an entree and a dessert because they all look great
0: Uh, just a reminder, we're on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. This is the Queen City Improvement Bureau, and we're talking here with... Um, oh, uh, Beanbag on Onside Gables. Um, oh. um, That's good, too. Singable Boas. <laughs> yes,
2: that is my stage name.
0: Also, also Bible Saga Sun. <laughs> I'll just put that in there. And if you don't like Bible Saga Sun, we can have no Bible Sagas.
2: This is good. You're like, uh, I, I you're am a genius. Anag- I am the anagram you... king. Yeah, it boggles my dyslexic mind. He
1: got a he got a grant <laughs> to do this.
2: <laughs> I don't doubt it. It's Five
0: thousand dollars.
2: Yeah, is impressive. He's going
0: for anagrams for people.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's point zero four percent of the mill rate increase. <laughs> <laughs> These anagrams.
2: Now I know. That's you right.
1: Your tax dollars at work.
2: Right here. Yes. It's perfect.
0: I, I love it. I, 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 happen to agree.
2: It's fabulous. You should, <laughs> you know, kind of a busking option for you downtown. Maybe we can set you up a booth at the farmer's market and you Ooh. can just anagram all day long.
1: So instead of like, guess your weight and height, you'd be like, pick your anagram.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's the anagram oh, man. Oh, oh man, you could like
1: tell futures from people's anagrams. Oh, that would be fantastic. Okay.
2: Yeah. this is I see
1: bonsai
0: cables in your future. future. <laughs> I see bagels from Bosnia. In Lisa Gibbons' future. It'll be weird. Okay, yeah. this is going to happen downtown. Yeah. You're, you're going to go to Bosnia, and you're going to open up a bagel stand. Maybe mark it under the stars. That I sounds think, that I think July 20th is our
2: first one. You've got lots of time to prepare. We can make it happen.
0: Excellent. Yeah. We can bring in the Bosnians and have them make bagels. <laughs> or play bagels. I don't know. I don't know, if, I don't know if people from Bosnia are into bagels. <laughs> Everybody loves a bagel. That's true. You can't yeah. go wrong with bagels. No, it's hard. It's very hard to go wrong. So so back to restaurant week. Yes. Uh, so what does it take to get restaurant week together
2: for, um, for, the, for the bid? Oh, you know, I think this is really a restaurant-driven initiative, mm-hmm. and it's it's not one that requires a lot of push by the bit. It's the restaurants want to do it. They enjoy serving new customers or serving existing customers. So for us, it's just putting the idea out there, seeing if everyone's on board, finding a date that works for everybody that's a little farther from Christmas, so not everyone is still full from turkey, and then just kind of herding the cats, getting everyone's menus together, yep. and here we are. It has come upon us very quickly this year. It seems to have, yeah. I think we were all frozen for a while, and then the thaw hit, and it was like, oh, that's next week, restaurant <laughs> week. <laughs> but we're ready. We are ready. We're so ready to eat the food. That's excellent. And the chefs are ready to cook it, so we're good. That's good. I that's was, really all you
1: need.
0: I was going to say, I actually sampled uh, last week. I sampled, courtesy of the BID, Uh the fat badger uh, a dish from the fat badgers um,
2: restaurant week menu the food looked amazing i mean i was okay. taking pictures with dee but the food oh yeah the food was food was really really enjoyable it's it's
0: great sort of like it was like great restaurant slash pub food uh, i don't want to say what the dish is for restaurant week but it was like like really really good and
2: chocolatey and meaty. yeah which I was surprised. I was surprised. But Chef put together a nice dish, and Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to trying it in a kid-sized portion. (laughs) But I'm sure he'll bring out the full portion. But honestly, I think, yeah, it's going to be a lot of food. When you eat those three courses, you're not going to leave hungry. That is for darn sure. Yeah. Yeah, even for $25, you're going to be very full for the next two days, I think. Absolutely.
0: And when you're done there, you can, like, wait for a New York restaurant week.
2: Right. You could yeah. just tour around, do restaurant weeks.
0: Yeah.
1: And That'd be all right.
0: Go to New York restaurant week and eat there and say, Pfft, it's
1: no Regina
0: restaurant week.
2: I think we could get a grant <laughs> for this. I think we could. We could study dine-outs or restaurant weeks and do anagrams. Yes. and No one's asked for that grant yet. We could do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, people will look and say, "Wow, I've never seen this before. <laughs> Must approve. Must approve. Award
2: winning right here. They'll be
0: like, I just want to see how this pans out is what they'll say.
2: (laughs) This is going to be a mess. Let's do it. Yeah, I I think it's worthwhile.
1: I agree. So do we know the dates yet? Have you mentioned the dates for restaurants? No, week? I haven't. It's a mystery. You should probably do that.
2: Oh, January twenty third through February fourth. Okay, I'm just kidding. It's not really a mystery. It okay. starts on Monday, and uh, we like to do it yeah. for two weeks just to give people a chance to go to more than one restaurant. And mm-hmm. I mean, I've eaten out in four days in a row, and it's maybe hard on your health to do yeah. that every night but i encourage you if you can and have the fortitude mm-hmm. to do that maybe you can come skating at our rink in between to work oh, off the yeah. calories mm-hmm. that that's is a good idea probably a good idea i did it at lunch today it totally got me out of my cubicle mode of sitting and doing paperwork so it's we've, fabulous
0: we've been seeing some above zero temperatures is that is that how's that working
2: with you for the rink the rink was fabulous at lunch it's i nice. was expecting it to be a slushy pond but no
1: I think it's getting cold enough at night that it's, like, it's retaining its shape.
2: Yeah, and they are flooding it in the morning early enough that it's still freezing when they flood it. So, we'll see if we had too many days like this, it would be a problem, but...
1: About the rink. Yes. We should probably remind people that you guys have skates there for people.
2: Absolutely. We have skates people can borrow, and if you happen (coughs) to have a size hockey skate size six to ten and they're just kicking and you need to donate them we'd gladly take them off your hand as long as they're gently used and put them into use at the skating rink Hmm. we have so many newcomers or folks that have never skated who are adults who are oh yeah just checking it out i helped some people today (laughs) as they are like terrified on the ice holding onto the chair like it's a lifeboat and it kind of is so but it's fabulous. Yeah. There's kids skating, there's adults, you get everybody.
1: Yeah, and it means that you don't have to like bring your skates downtown with you if you just want to go on a whim, right? Like like skaty people do.
2: Exactly. You can do that. Yeah, I harass people all the time that walk past the rink. Come on in, we <laughs> even have skates. Because they're like, oh, the we don't great. have our skates. And we're like, I have skates for you. Come in. Yeah. There's no excuse.
1: Yeah, you guys must be getting great photos. Because this yeah. has been a great skating year.
2: Yeah, I think we had about 500 people at the rink on Sunday. Really? Not all at once, of course, yeah. but it was quite a busy day. It was fabulous.
1: Wow. Yeah. yeah. and it's been really sunny and
2: it was a beautiful day. After even in the very cold temperatures, we still had people skating and they were complaining that the skates were dull and our skate manag- our rink manager had to explain that no, they're not dull. It's just that it's so cold they won't cut the ice right now. <laughs> <laughs> Saskatchewan problems. Uh. But no, people are are willing to go out and skate. Doesn't matter the temperature, and it's good. Gives a little break, and uh, if you're enjoying Restaurant Week, burn a few calories. Yeah, that sounds that sounds good to me.
1: So, how long how long is the skating rink open? Like when does the the building open for people to get skates?
2: We have a contract with the City of Virginia till the end of February, and then they will come and haul the building away. If the rink is still skatable, we would. Welcome people to Mm -hmm. still continue skating, for sure. Now, for
0: for Restaurant Week, do people need to buy tickets or anything? or Can they just go into the restaurants?
2: How does that work? Absolutely. You just show up. They ask for the restaurant menu. They should be giving you that. And you can pick off of that and uh, order your dinner or pick from the menu if you don't find something on the Restaurant Week menu that either suits your dietary needs or maybe you just don't like it. Um so lots of options but okay. for sure just show up at the restaurant they will have a menu for you and then you can pick your option
1: so basically you go downtown you're you're already participating in restaurant week whether you know it or not
2: that's right that's that's awesome. we're counting you <laughs> <laughs> we are tracking that as a metric awesome. because you looked at a restaurant no because you walked coincide. by yeah. that's right that's right you smelled so. the food Yep, yeah. i counted you so,
0: and then you have to pay up thirty-five bucks or whatever
2: just for smelling, you the, have food. To smelling the food. Exactly. <laughs> the
0: revenue. The <laughs> revenue is amazing.
2: Yeah, this is how we're offsetting <laughs> costs.
0: Well, that was great. Um, so after Restaurant Week, any other events coming up in the near future?
2: Uh, there's lots of things in conversation. St. Patrick's Day, of course, yeah. being an interesting thing idea mm-hmm. party downtown. Oh, yeah.
1: Is it, you You made up this thing called St. Patrick's? I made it up. Yeah?
2: <laughs> I think it was Nile. I blame Nile for all yeah. of the St. Patrick's Day right. going on of downtown. And then following that, uh, gosh, I know I'm missing something, but we're looking forward to May and market time and all of the great things we've got planned there. We've got some stuff planned with the riders, maybe, hopefully. We'll see. Maybe mm-hmm. Canada 150. What? Still a mystery. Good. Hmm. Yeah. Awesome. So many things happening. So much planning going on right now. So we're looking for programs, intake. If anybody wants to offer a program downtown, just contact us. We would be happy to help you.
0: We should awesome. come up with some downtown programs.
1: Oh, I bet we could. We could.
0: Many, many <laughs> programs. We could just sit here and just like, wait till you g-
1: come back, Lisa. Oh, to generate
0: some ideas. I'm afraid. <laughs> you should be
2: i 'll just nod me. my head and say, "Of course, you can do anagrams downtown yeah and there'll be like anagrams and birds Lots oh i 'm sorry you missed the bird ban oh right yeah. Yeah.
1: all right, well, thanks a lot for coming in, yeah,
2: thanks for Those having me it 's always fun to hang out with you guys, honestly oh, totally. Aww, you that's... make the basement bright
1: Aww. well that 's good because they won 't give us any new light bulbs <laughs> I
2: noticed <laughs> it 's awful.
0: There's some bioluminescent mold. Uh, That's most of the illumination.
1: Yeah. And we've been eating that, hence we make things
2: bright. (laughs) You guys are glowing, too. Oh,
1: no. It's sad, because it's true. (laughs) Anyways, well, thanks a lot for coming in, and uh, please come back again. And uh, we should move on with our agenda. Yes. Because we're on to the Innovative Revenue uh, Tool portion of our show. That's... Yeah, oh okay. <laughs> Anyways, um the uh so this is the portion of the show where we talk about like tools, instruments that the city can use to improve its bottom line by either generating revenue or saving money. Yeah. And uh so it's it's budget time in the city. It is. It is. Oh, oh I've so much paperwork to do. You'd better get on it. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, and so of course, uh whenever the um when whenever it is budget week, we we have the uh the running of the C's in Regina, (laughs) the CFIB, the CTF, and the COC, the Chamber of Commerce all come out to say (laughs) they (laughs) do not like this this mill rate. No, they do not. (laughs) This mill rate increase is always too high. So um, the Chamber of Commerce pulled their membership, as they do, and uh, they found that uh, of the 105 members who responded, uh, 51% of them... Uh, support the idea of having no increase whatsoever to the mill rate this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it, worth noting, the chamber has 1,200 members, so I can't do the math, but it's a pretty small percentage of people who are voting for this. But, you know, they've been, they've been saying they have a problem with the, uh, the mill rate increase for a long time now. So I think, you know, it might be time for us to listen to them. Yeah. And, you know, say, okay, you've cast your vote over and over and over and over and over again, year after year after year after year. Some people would call that belly aching, but I say that's just, you know, making your concerns heard. And so I think that what we could look into is uh, perhaps like getting rid of the mill rate increase for commercial properties. They, they would really like they that. would love that they, they would, would love that they 'd be on board now the catch is is that if we get rid of the mill rate increase for commercial uh, properties, then we 're going to have to like make that money up somewhere and i 've worked it out i've actually this, this is true i 've done the math, and Ooh. it works out to four dollars a year for every man, woman, and child in the Queen City to cover what would be lost by not raising the mill rate on businesses. Ah. So we could do that if people were willing to pay for it. But everybody wants to get something in return. I mean, that's how business works, right? The Chamber of Commerce would totally get that, that. We need something in return. So what the city would do for your $4 is they would offer to every man, woman, and child in the Queen City inflation inoculation so businesses won't get a mill rate increase but they have to pledge to keep the cost of all their pri- of all their services and all their products at, at the s- 2016 prices <laughs> in perpetuity and so you pay $4 a year and forever you only have to pay the price of things in 2016 that is that they will like that even more well they will because you know you think about it this way Sure, it's going to cut into the bottom line for all these businesses, but they can just make it up by finding efficiencies. <gasps> Excellent. You know, business loves finding efficiencies, and this is a way to incentivize it for our business community. Wow. So I think it's a win-win-win, win-win-win-win-win all around. There's, there's no end; it's like an endless chain of win. It is. So that is the Innovative Revenue Tool for this week. I, I hope the Chamber of Commerce loves it. I think they will.
0: I hope, hope so. Think, but they, there might be others that they'll love.
1: Well, let's play those now. All right.
0: I'm Sandy Dorn from the Regina Warehouse Business Improvement District, and you're listening to the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 CJTR, Regina's Community Radio.
1: And we're back from Innovative Revenue Tools. Wow, so many great tools. There were.
0: Tools there for tools for easy.
1: All right, next up on the agenda. Outstanding improvements? Sure. Why not? Sure, we'll call it that. (laughs) Um, We were talking earlier about the budget. The budget is out. So I I snuck upstairs.
0: You have to show me how you managed to get out of this basement. Nope, will not.
1: I will not. Man. Yep, sorry. Uh, it is my little secret. I snuck upstairs and I <laughs> snuck into the office of the Chief Financial Officer Ian Ray, and he was surprisingly okay with it <laughs> <laughs> he didn 't jump back or call security or anything. No, no, in fact, he told me his name, and then he totally explained the budget to me what a What a decent fellow he is a, He is a fine chap, fine chap, Mr. Mr. Ray. I'm, I'm kind of curious as to what he is, what all he said about this budget. All right. Well, I recorded our conversation and no. we talked about all things budget, mill rate increase, uh, utility price increase. We talked about, uh, transit, all sorts of stuff. And I'm going to play that conversation right now.
3: name's Ian Ray and I'm the Chief Financial Officer here at the City of Regina.
1: Uh, I guess it was last week the draft budget was released and the big news that everybody is waiting to hear is the mill
3: rate increase. So what is it? Ah good so you're you're correct on uh, last Thursday the 12th uh, the administration released the proposed budget uh, theme building for the future and the the proposed mill rate is 3.18 Percent plus one for one percent for uh, residential roads, and that's been a, a council initiative over the last two or three years, right?
1: The 3.18 percent does that include the 0.45 uh, percent increase annually for uh, to cover the stadium?
3: Yes, uh, it includes uh, 3.18, includes 0.45 for the stadium, uh, as well as uh, 0.88 for the police service. and. Uh, and as well the balance for city operations right
1: okay so is sorry i just to be clear is is the total mill rate increase then 4.18 with the residential roads right
3: Okay. Yeah, uh, 3.18 plus the extra one uh, dedicated to residential roads for 4.18. For a
1: homeowner, somebody who has like a $300,000 home, yeah. you guys have worked this out to what in terms
3: of a mill rate increase? Like what would that work out to a month? About $8.50 a month.
1: How do you guys get to this number? Uh, the budget totals $437.3 million a year. I know that, you know, how we compare to other cities, we have a much sort of lower mill rate. Do you guys work out how much money you need in a year and then set the mill rate, or um, do you just take direction from Council on that?
3: Uh, well, it's a very comprehensive process that starts early in the, in the year, and uh, what we really do is look at the, the uh, OCP, the Official Community Plan, the city's Strategic Plan, any directions we receive from council, and then our business units go off and and do their planning for what they need, and it's really focused on maintaining service levels, maintaining our service and service levels for our citizens. And so uh, they do uh, planning, build business cases. We look at what costs are coming down, what new costs are coming down, or increases in in various things, uh, and. Uh, and then, with that work, we formulate the budget uh, there's a few checkpoints throughout the year uh, this year, in particular, with the new council being elected in November it's delayed us a little bit in that we wanted to give our new counselors the opportunity to weigh in on the budget uh, and and so that leads up uh, to the the public release of the proposed budget on behalf of administration uh, as I mentioned last week or as you mentioned last week on January 12th and, uh, and now we have this month of consultation period uh, where we are inviting feedback uh, from, from our citizens and will ultimately lead to uh, Council's consideration of the final budget on February 13th.
1: And I understand you guys are already working on next year's budget.
3: Yeah, just started, uh, just uh, really starting to lay the groundwork. Um, obviously, there's, uh, it's a big organization. The City has over 200 uh, services that we provide, so it's, uh, it's a big job to uh, do the planning for the upcoming year. How much time out of the year does this take up? Like, do you guys have time to do anything else? Uh, yeah, we uh, certainly try to do a few other things here at the city, uh, but we do have a budget team, uh, and right. they do work pr- pretty much year-round on on uh, preparing the budget and uh, equipping us, either wrapping up last year's or, or preparing for next year's. So it it is a big effort, but, yes, we do uh, try to do a few other things.
1: For this year's budget, for the uh, 2017 budget, what challenges are you guys facing this year that you may not have had in other years?
3: Yeah, some of the big challenges in 17 are uh, on the revenue side. Uh, uh, first off, uh, our province, uh, the economy is not growing in, in the same way as it was uh, uh, two or three years ago. So our orga- organic growth, uh, which is growth before any mill rate increases, uh, is really half what it was the previous year, uh, $8 million versus $16 million last year. Uh, so we, we're we dealing with uh, slower economies, less economic activity. The good news there, though, is actually Reg- Regina is doing reasonably well, considering we're certainly well ahead of the province as a whole in terms of uh, GDP. Uh, employment uh, is improving slightly. Uh, the, that's the outlook for next year. So there's some good signs, but uh, revenue uh, uh, is a challenge. Our uh, City is heavily reliant on our grant uh, provincial operating grant from the uh, provincial government and we are seeing because of um, reduced economic activity there will be a 5% drop uh, in, in our municipal operating grant which is in the neighbourhood of 2.1 million dollars. So uh, having to deal with reduced revenues, of course expenses continue to uh, climb uh, so, uh, we have contractual obligations, uh, uh, employment agreements, uh, and such that will have pressure on the expense side. So we've had to take a very um, uh, firm line on the uh, 2017 year. There's not a lot of room for extras. It's a, a bread and butter type budget, but wanting to lay the groundwork, keep the emphasis on infrastructure renewal.
1: Uh, what part of the budget this year are you the most proud of, though?
3: I mentioned that really infrastructure renewal. So yeah. this this budget, as tough as it is, puts significant dollars into roads, bridges, and facilities. Uh, we've been able to uh, continue that investment in uh, uh, for 2017. Our budget for capital improvements is over $120 million, uh, and... Uh, just over 40 million of that is coming out of current year operations. So uh, staying focused on uh, closing our infrastructure gap and uh, and uh, keeping our facilities safe and sound for our citizens. That's what I'm most proud of. Okay, well, I wanted
1: to talk about some of these specific things that come up in this budget. Uh Despite you know having a fairly restricted budget this year We're going to be seeing 13 buses replaced and six paratransit buses is it and yes. a bunch of improvements to shelters and co- customer service
3: Yeah, so we have a, a number of investments like that uh, you mentioned uh, both buses and, and paratransit new uh, new um, uh, Equipment there uh, snow clearing it will have a record uh, 9.3 million uh, set aside for the upcoming year uh, in addition to the one percent on residential roads um, which is about seven point five million dollars there 's another twenty four million dollars in in uh, improvements to major streets, bridges, and sidewalks so mm-hmm. pretty significant items and we 're able to keep reinvesting in in uh, our infrastructure about the residential road renewal uh, that program's been around since two thousand and fourteen i believe right
1: okay. And so 1% is devoted to residential road repair. Uh, the the budget document says that we've got $7.5 million this year. How is this working? Because I think 1% budget, like a 1% mill rate increase is about, what, like 1.8 or something like that? Uh, two point, uh, uh, 2.1 million is a, a mill. Right. Yeah. So has have we been saving up money since 2014 on this?
3: Uh, no, we've actually been spending that money pretty much every year. Uh, if there's any carryover, it gets used in the very next year, but every year we're having an additional uh, um, plan to improve so it's not cumulative or are not holding it. We're actually investing it in the re- residential roads.
1: Right. Okay, so how does it work that we have $7.5 million this year? I'm just not 100% clear on how that works.
3: Every year we have budget planned for uh, improving residential roads, but... What council asked uh, a few years ago in 2014, as you say, uh, is to dedicate an additional 1%. So we bumped it up by 2.1 million for that period.
1: Okay. Well, another one that people have, uh, we know people are really curious about and actually are kind of annoyed about, is the utility price increase. Yes. So uh, it's the, the document notes that it's been running above inflation. I think it's been 9% a year for a long time and now it's 5% increase. There's supposed to be a, um, a review of that this year, but I think people are still grumpy about the increases, and especially when they hear that there's a significant utility reserve. How do you guys, how do you explain that to people, that, that you need this kind of an increase?
3: So uh, a few things on our utility, uh, the, um We have a a model that looks well into the future for our utility. And uh, you're right, there was uh, a couple of years uh, where the increases were nine. Uh, That's uh, uh, back a bit. Last year, I believe it was uh, five. And um, the issue that we have is that we created a huge deficit in our infrastructure there it's a it's a big system that we operate uh, and when we talk about utility rates we're talking about water wastewater and drainage and uh, the issue for Regina is that we have uh, to pipe our water a significant distance from Buffalo Pound the source water needs a lot of treatment it's it's uh, it's not the freshest water at the starting point. I've been to the lake. Uh, I know. Yes, so uh, it it is uh, requires heavy investment in treatment. The other thing that we run into with uh, our water utility is that uh, over time there's been increased environmental expectations, and so what uh, was fine a few years ago must we must treat and. Uh, our water and in uh, our wastewater to a much higher standard than we did in the past. So, um, we have a, a significant uh, cost structure there. Uh, we also have uh, the pipes and and infrastructure throughout the city, and of course, the city is growing. So, uh, as there's growth within the city, it doesn't just put pressure to have new uh, new um, The new areas, but it also creates a heavier draw on the existing areas. So, heavy, heavy work to do. So, just as an example, with our uh, water utility. We have uh, $66 million worth of capital improvements planned in 2017, and over the next five years, we need just shy of $400 million worth of capital improvements. So uh, I know while nobody likes uh, uh, to pay more for water or, or uh, anything, for that matter, Um, from the city's perspective our number one priority is to ensure that we have a safety a a certainty of supply and safe drinking water that is paramount we don't want to take uh, any chances or any risks there and and so while it does result in increases that aren't always popular uh, paramount is uh, surety of supply and safety for our for our uh, citizens.
1: Okay, so the last thing that I wanted to touch on um, is the core services review, which starts this year. Yes. And uh, the report says that $2.5 million in savings this year. That's pretty significant. Where does savings like that come from?
3: <clears throat> so you're absolutely right. That is significant. And and really, um, from an administration, city administration point of view, we felt it was necessary to take actions to uh, ensure that we were being as efficient as we could possibly be uh, while trying not to compromise uh, service and service levels to our citizens. So the undertaking from, uh, from administration is that we would, we would uh, look to the entire organization to look for savings in that $2.5 million range. So we will leave no stone unturned. And uh, it's timely with the core service review. Because really, that's some of the work we'll do there as well, where we want to, uh, you know, look at services, service levels, and efficiency, and and balance those things with affordability to our citizens. How does that work, though? Do you guys
1: have like special programs? Uh, I know the province has been instituting lean sort of throughout uh, like the health care system. Do you do stuff like that? Do you have like um, a reporting
3: mechanism for this? Uh, we don't have special programs as such, other than the core service reviews, which will be uh, uh, having our folks take a look at uh, various aspects or services that the city provides. And uh, historically, the notion of a core service review was to kind of look broad but not very deep and try to look at everything all at once in a once-and-done kind of approach. Our... our, uh, Our uh, intent here is to come up with a more sustainable and enduring approach where we, rather than go broad and and very shallow, that we actually go over a period of time, service by service, and go much deeper. And, And there we feel that we can find opportunities to either save money, improve service, do things work differently, uh, and so forth, so that 's the approach we 're going to take uh, we 're just kind of in our infancy is infancy starting that. Uh, And as far as tracking, certainly we will be tracking our results and how we do, and and reporting on that uh, as we go forward. All right.
1: And are you doing this in-house, or do you have a consultant that has come in to help with this?
3: Uh, Primarily in-house, although uh, segregated from the business areas in more the uh, finance and uh, strategy operation, uh, but. uh, for the most part in-house, if there are particular areas, and sort of our philosophy with respect to this, is that if we have the skills to do something in-house, we'll do it. If there's skills that we need to add or supplement, we'll, we'll do that. So there could be a bit of a combination as it relates to the core service review, but primarily it would be in-house.
1: All right. Um, the next thing I wanted to talk to you about is... Uh, you mentioned at the outset the theme for the budget, which was uh, building for the future. Yeah. In past years, there's been uh, managing progress, does what matters, mo- doing what matters most, strengthening our foundation, investing in growth and opportunities. What it costs to run a city. At the Queen City Improvement Bureau, we're all about improving things. Yes. And so we actually have. Uh, produced a list of uh, improved budget themes for this year. Some really good ideas, it sounds like. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I wanted to pitch them to you. We sent a report upstairs, but for some reason we didn't get any word back on it. So um, uh, if you just want to let me know what you think of these. Sure. I'll
3: give you some uh, off-the-cuff feedback on on your proposed themes.
1: Okay. So our number one one was uh, budget 2017, show us the money.
3: Um, well, uh, you know what? As the chief financial officer, I always like uh, to see the money, so okay. I, m- I might be w- warm to that one.
1: Okay, my personal favourite was, we didn't fudge it, here's the
3: budget. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little uncomfortable with that one. Um, I I, uh, I uh, think and I have every confidence in the uh, my uh, colleagues here at the city and, and staff, and finance, and other departments, to uh, to uh, not uh, to put a very accurate picture on the table. Okay,
1: um, I think this one uh, might go over really well. Uh, budget 2017: The potholes aren't going to fill themselves.
3: <laughs> I think um, you should really
1: go with that one.
3: You know, I I can see the merit, uh, given our our focus on residential roads but I'm not thinking our friends in the communication department will support that one. Oh, really?
1: Okay. And, uh, okay, last one, uh, budget 2017, ah, oh man, not this again.
3: <laughs> now, that does sound like a CFO, but uh, <laughs> um, you know what? I, I am I, I'm genuinely excited about the budget. I think it's uh, um, a uh, very uh, pragmatic and uh, reasonable approach that we're taking for 2017 Uh, I know that uh, increases are never popular with anyone Uh, I think it's a relatively modest uh, increase Uh, if you combine the mill rate increase and the utility increase we're um, talking about 16 bucks a month Um, so um, you know my, my feel is that we're creating the right balance between uh, providing service and, and service levels to our citizens and, and, the, and uh, some modest tax increase.
1: Um, you mentioned that you're fairly new to
3: the city. How long has it been? Uh, I've been at the city now for 14 months. Okay. And are you enjoying it? Absolutely. A great bunch of people. I, uh, I prior to joining the city, I have to say I wasn't too engaged or knew much about uh, city operations. I've found the last 14 months uh, just incredible. It's you know some top-notch people working at the city. Yeah. Council's great to work with. The employees are great to work with. Great. Thank you very much. Hey, thank you.
1: And that was our conversation with Ian Ray. Mind blown. Yeah, it was very informative. I yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he's the uh, city's chief financial officer talking about the budget, and we are the Queen City Improvement Bureau on ninety-one point three FM CJTR. That's correct. John Community Radio. That's also correct. Yeah. Knock knock. Wh- who is there? Interruption. Interruption. Who? Interruption is on right now. Aiden. Oh my God. I kind of cocked that up. Sorry. I
0: thought I thought you were going to interrupt me. Actually. I was going to
1: try and interrupt. You I, yeah, I, and I I feel. saw we were going. Yeah. Here. The yeah. interruption is on right, right, right now. It is January 19th, and people can go out uh, and see Isque, Begonia, and Elliott Prude tonight at the Exchange. Hmm. Uh, tomorrow night, January 20th, uh, grown-ups read things they wrote as kids. Oh, sorry, that's not, that's not a <laughs> list of bands.
0: That's <laughs> an actual thing. who read.
1: I shouldn't have put all those superfluous commas in there. <laughs> <laughs> grown-ups read things they wrote as kids at the Artesian. And that's then on January Probably that's
0: t- sold out, though.
1: Oh, is it? Oh yeah, darn! That's what I heard. Okay, and then tomorrow, uh, Sunday night, I guess it is January twenty first at the Artesian. It is Danny Michelle, William Prince, and uh, Mohsen Zaman. Well, there yeah. you go. So, yep. other than that, that's all that's going on. That and the
0: budget. That will be. I, you know, I, I don't know which is like more exciting, like yeah. live music or uh, the the budget.
1: Well, and then also, you know, the 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 tensions with Manitoba right now. Oh right, yeah. of course. That could, could like lead to um, stern words at any moment between our two provinces.
0: Imagine, imagine Manitoba invading just as like you know, you know, so and so is playing. I've forgotten all the bands all of a sudden <laughs> because I just think that bands like grown ups. Read, see, it's yeah. the joke. The joke took over, and now yeah. it's like oh, they'll send BTO in. in. Oh, yeah, no, we can't really. Ca- and Neil Young, they'll take pro-
1: care of business
0: every day they'll take care yeah. of business we probably can't compete with that so i thought connie calder was going to be playing during winter option maybe maybe not oh
1: maybe i got them right. maybe i got them down wrong
0: uh, no maybe not yeah oh, but you know Anyways. who knows uh, but I, i'll put up connie calder against bto any day oh yeah
1: okay I maybe mean, next week we'll do like a, a round of like who beats who who, who beats who, ACDC, that's yeah. who beats who. Anyways, we have to call for an uh, adjournment. Okay, uh,
0: so I I motion to adjourn. Uh, I will second that motion. Okay. Motions passed, uh-huh. and meeting is adjourned. You have been listening to the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. This episode is brought to you by Councillor Bresciani's Nooks and Crannies. It's the dried cranberry treat you'll find sweet to eat. Bresciani's Nooks and Crannies now with more nooks. Thanks to Ryan Hill, a.k.a. Guidewire, for our great theme music, as always. And thanks to Lisa Gibbons, a.k.a. Lassoing Babe, or however you want to rearrange letters in her name, from the Regina Downtown Business Improvement District. I think she likes beanbag silos the best. I think that was her, that, that was your favorite. So thanks to beanbag silos. Uh, you can find us on, uh, iTunes, uh, on cjtr.ca slash podcasts. Also, of course, on our website, Queen City Improvement Bureau and on Twitter at Queen City IB. And I think that's probably it. Also on Facebook, but who cares about that stuff? Uh, next up, uh, we have Maddie B with Nerdcore Cabaret and then The, the Cockpit. Keep on improving, Regina.